Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and also tadabbur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. So for today's podcast, we are focusing on Surah Duha, um, something to accompany when you feel uh, abandoned or you feel sad. So Raf will take the lead for this week. Take it away, Raf. Okay, thank you, Farah. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Uh, so today's session, like what Farah mentioned, is on Surah Duha, the 93rd Surah of the Quran. Uh, it deals with how we should deal with our anxiety and stress, what we need to do when we are faced with great challenges. The main theme of the surah is consolation of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as he received solace and support from Allah subhanahu wa taala to ease his anxiety. This anxiety was caused by the suspension of Allah's revelation, and it was revealed to Prophet Muhammad at the early stages of his prophethood. So there was actually a period where Allah did not reveal any Quran, which resulted in uh, Rasulullah feeling worried and anxious. So consequently. Uh, Rasulullah believed that Allah did not like him anymore and that he has failed. So this caused Abu Lahab's wife, Um Jamil, to taunt uh, Rasulullah by saying, Oh Muhammad, I think that your Satan has forsaken you, for I have not seen him with you for two or three nights. So the taunts hurt Rasulullah and he felt dejected. So shortly after this, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Surah Aduha. So in this surah, it started off with an assertion that Allah will not abandon the Prophet, which is uh, verses 1 to 3, followed by a reminder of Allah's favours towards him, uh, towards him, verses 6 to 8, and then finally, the urging to care for this disadvantage and to preach uh, God's message, uh, verses 9 to 11. So we, if we dissect the, or rather if we sec- um, divide the surah into sections, right? The first two verses of the surah are optimistic oaths by Allah. Um, we started off by the morning brightness and by the night when it covers darkness. Are things that you need to hear and be reminded of when you feel sad, depressed and hopeless. Uh, the first verse is commonly understood to refer to the light of the morning sun. It gets you to look up and see the sunshine. Whereas the second verse then refers to the darkness, that is the night, in which we take comfort and find solace from our negative thoughts. The third verse is Allah's oath to us, his reminder that he is always there for us, thus negating the feeling of being worthless in the eyes of Allah. And then in the next verse, oftentimes when we feel depressed, we ask ourselves if our lives are meant to be that way and that it will never get better. This verse is a reminder to us that this dunya is temporary and that the hereafter is a better place for us than this world. This verse allows us to view our problems in a different perspective and that they are temporary tests of our faith and that we should look forward to the akhirah. The next verse is a promise from Allah about the reward that awaits us. He will keep giving you until you are content. So surely this will uplift our spirits, right? Verses 6 to 8 emphasized Allah's care and protection of Prophet Muhammad at the various stages of his life, such as Muhammad being an orphan and being well cared for by different members of his family. Rasulullah was also poor and when he married Khadija, he was blessed with wealth through his wife. He had sustenance to live a comfortable life. 
So these three verses remind us that each time we are bugged with negative thoughts or face setbacks, we have to realize that there are always positives in our lives that we are overlooking. And shaitan is always getting us to concentrate on the negatives instead of the blessings that Allah has given to us. So be optimistic and do something that we will that will bring meaning to your lives and others. Something that will change how you feel internally, making you feel good about yourself. Uh, and then verse 9 to 10 serve as uh, reminders for us that the antidote to these negative feelings is to make others happy uh, by bringing meaning to their lives and being involved in the life of the orphan or beggar in a way that makes them happy. Um, so there is a hadith by Musnad Ahmad which stated, Abu Hurairah reported, a man came to the messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, and he complained about the hardness of his heart. So the prophet said, if you want to soften your heart, feed the poor and pet the head of the orphan. When we help others, others will ha- Allah will help us. Sorry, We have a purpose, a sense of doing something. Even if we cannot give something tangible, example cash, give something without ahlak, example making dua for the person. And finally, the, the, the last verse reminds us to tell people the positive and thank Allah for the good. Don't count the negatives because the positives will outweigh um, our negative thoughts and you know, the negative things that are happening in our lives. So the last three verses actually instruct us to become proactive in giving back to the community and giving back to the religion. In that, our lives become meaningful and that we find a purpose in life. I first internalized Surah Aduha as I attempted to memorize it. As I read through the Surah over and over, um, I felt assured by Allah's promise and the reminders to do good, um, you know, to uplift our spirits. I'm sure that there is this odd feeling that we have um, when we do something meaningful, giving us a sense of purpose in our lives. So Surah Aduha is a reminder for me that Allah will not abandon me. And personally, I feel that the first two verses are metaphoric. The morning's brightness symbolizes hope and each break of the new day brings renewed faith. To me, the night's darkness is like a blanket which shields us from the negativities and gives us comfort. So may Surah Aduha restore our faith in Allah, brings us peace and hope when we feel disconnected, disheartened or depressed, inshallah. Alright, thanks Raf. Um, I was also reading um, this book. It's called Revelation, Story of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, um, one of it, okay, it's, it's basically a compilation of a few Sira uh, books. Um, and then, uh, one of it was um, a question that says, uh, what was the purpose of the silence and doubt uh, that, that um, our Prophet Muhammad um, experienced? Um, it was because, like, in, in this audio of uh, this silence, uh, I mean, he adapted himself, himself and his capacities and his power, uh, but Allah was constantly throwing his path with signs and visions that prevented him from doubting uh, Allah. So um, the revelation had verbally told him about the necessity of humility, but God's silence was now teaching it to him practically. So it was um, the, the the silence that uh, Prophet Wasallam uh, went through was to teach him a lesson. It was not like out of nothing also. And also, what were the first lessons um, from Surah Duha was that uh, it was teaching him about um, vulnerability and humility. Um, some, and I mean, um, uh, in the verse, it, he mentioned uh, Allah mentions that uh, didn't He find you an orphan and shelter you? So it, it was teaching him, and it was in and in a way, it's also teaching us not to forget uh, our past, our trials, and our environment, 
and to remember that um uh you know especially our past trials lah to to instill some humility in ourselves okay so like personally for me i i um i mean there are there are days when it's really really so hard to like pick up the quran or like dragging uh, myself to to the uh sajadah to pray like and then you really literally leave leave your um prayers right to the last minute and Oh, it's just these days, like oh my god, where did my iman go to? And there, are, and it, these are the days that are so um, challenging, and it feels like you're completely alone. Because like you know, um, yeah lah, this whole journey, you're, you're just completely alone lah. So this uh, surah just like it's just a reminder for for me, first and foremost, that um, Allah is is there no matter even though you don't feel or you can't see him, he's he's still there. He's around you. He's very near to you. He's closer to you. Than your jugular vein. So yeah, I think I feel like this surah is like a warm, comforting blanket on a rainy day. Um, it just comforts you at a time when um you feel like literally there is nothing on this earth that can help you. Although is there. So what about you, Nat? What are your thoughts about surah doha? Uh, yeah, like Farah mentioned, on some days um I am focus and consistent in my ibadah but there are some days whereby I really drag my prayers and then like when I tell myself I need to read the Quran at least um once a day and I I don't or like sometimes I plan read when I'm in the mood I read it and then after that I suddenly lose interest it's the consistency that I need to maintain and I uh, I know I use it a lot as an excuse like you know at least I'm trying but then I think um, I know we shouldn't really use that as, as an excuse but if it motivates us to be if we constantly remind ourselves that you know Allah is there and all that uh, inshallah hopefully we will not stray away from the path so you know at least you're making the small effort and inshallah if we continue to pray and believe that Allah is near like this surah mentioned uh, we, sh- uh, we would stay consistent in our path and like I think I worry a lot about like what would happen you know like you consistently worry like what would happen in the future like how you're going to survive especially now in this um very uncertain climate but then you have to realize also like all this like rescue all comes from allah so we have to like this surah actually like reinforces that and like reassures us that Allah is always there for you and this is all temporary and that the Akhira is the one that's permanent so we should work towards that and not worry about like whether you have enough money the next day like whether you have enough for the next day because inshallah if you continue to you know um, be thankful and shukur for what you have inshallah Allah will always make sure that you have rescue. Thanks Nat. Okay, um, what about Ain? Can you share with us your reflections on this um, surah? Uh, so following on uh, what Nat shared about Ahira is our final vision. Uh, like in Surah, uh, uh, yeah, in Ayat four and five, um, you know that regardless of what um, your God is the one who gave you the destination, lah, right? So on top of that, uh, like how. In the first few ayat, we mentioned about how the the nature is, how the earth is, 
like when there's darkness there's always brightness like there's day right after darkness so even though how difficult thing is um like for now whatever hard hardship that you're going through uh if you persevere a bit okay you will get us uh an ease lah at the end of it so we must always keep in mind that no uh the hereafter is the 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 the, the destination <laughs> All right, thanks, Ayin. What about uh, Mirta? Can you share with us your reflection? Yes, ladies. Thank you very much for all your input. Like you, I also agree. And thank you, Raf, for choosing this uh, surah today because uh, it comes at a really right time. Lah. Like Farah, I also am struggling lately to do my prayers on time and to, and sometimes I even miss it. <laughs> okay, I mean, we are all, we are not perfect. Lah. I would say, I just because we do this podcast, we we won't call ourselves like perfect examples, right? And we are all just trying our best every day. This surah is a relief, lah, like what Farah said. Like, uh, it says that no matter what, Allah is by your side. Your Lord has not taken leave of you. And he won't, he doesn't hate us and doesn't forget us. And then he also, uh, the surah also reminds us that uh, Akhirat is better for it, for us than life. So it reminds us that we should keep on trying. Uh, and that we will be satisfied when when we reach there. When we reach Jannah, inshallah. Yeah. So I find that this surah is comforting. It, In a concise manner. Yeah, it con- it's concise, it's short, and it's short lah, so we can try to memorize, to memorize it and internalize, internalize it lah, inshallah. Yeah. Thanks, Mirta. So anyway, yeah, I think um we struggle, but uh, I think the most important thing is how we um, bounce back from that. Like, um, we can um, miss prayers, we can, like, push prayers to 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 the last minute but at the end of the day we we need to we need to make sure and we need to promise ourselves that we are going to do better next time and that we will try our hardest not to not to repeat it again because uh. i think at the end of the day like it's really your um struggles and your efforts that um like helps you to reach your um i mean to build your relationship with allah so anyway i just wanted to highlight also that at the end of this um surah uh, Allah mentions about often, and this is um like the book mentions is it is uh where the first blueprints of social change is established. Um, if you notice, like throughout the Quran, whenever Allah puts out a penalty for something, for example, um, because yeah, I was attending a Tafsir class, um, and and Ustazah was highlighting that like if Allah puts out a penalty for something, like as if like for example, you wanna to pay for your past mistakes, it almost always um have a a benefit to the society and I, I and I see I see this as one of it. Like you wanna develop your humility, what you should do is you need to feed the poor, you need to feed the orphans. So like the 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 things that you do to help yourself is to actually help others. Uh, help the society and, and from from there I think if like everyone does it then society will change for the better. So yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I think I think like what you mentioned also like for example let's say if we have to pay fidya, 
uh, also that benefits the the poor because you know we are paying for like the I think like amount of rice uh, to feed them. Thanks for bringing this up. I mean the penalty that we have to pay for it's almost um almost always to benefit the the poor. So there is the um the, there's the ehsan part of of course lah in the in the penalty. I mean we can think of it like oh I'm like elechi lah you know um, so troublesome you know we have to pay this fidia and that fidia but we don't realize that actually we are that it is also of benefit to to the poor lah. Yeah, so I think for like for this particular surah also the the part where you know um Allah mentioned did He not find you an orphan and give you refuge? He found you lost and guided you. I think most times I I think we 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 need that lah. We need to remind us, ourselves that you know despite how many times straying away from Islam, Allah has always been there for for us um to re, to nudge us back to you know to the straight path and then you know to uh to him and make us practicing muslims also okay thanks raf so if you're battling with any um low mood or no motivation or simply just feeling blue out of the of a sudden this is the surah that you should read and internalize read the tafsir together while you're reading the the, the um the surah so that's it for us um for this week if you like our content uh, don't forget to follow us on spotify we're also available on instagram where we post our quran journaling random giveaways and also mini book reviews thank you assalamualaikum 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 assalamualaikum